0: Well, welcome everyone to another episode of the Discover New Music podcast from us at Full Pelt Music. Shortly, we'll be joined by Hell's Ditch, who we featured over on our Discover New Music playlist on Spotify with their single Ghosts. But before then, the usual reminders from myself. If you would please do follow Full Pelt on social media. We are on Facebook at Full Pelt and on Twitter and Instagram at Full Pelt Music. And again, if you would, please do hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, wherever you're watching or listening. Welcome, Nick, uh, from Hell's Ditch to the Discover New Music podcast. How are you doing this?
1: Uh, quite a sunny evening, actually. It's lovely evening, isn't it? Yeah, I'm all right, thank you. I'm a, I'm a little bit tired. I just got back from my older brother's, um, you know, stag do. Ah. Um, I didn't, doing a bit of quad biking, a bit of um, assault rifles, you know, just loads of just really, 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 you know, manly stuff. <laughs> and try to be as manly as i can if yeah that, that means anything
0: <laughs> yeah these uh these things quite often end up that way um yeah not not my personal uh choices for my stag too. um no. but no uh i hope, hope you enjoyed yourself
1: right uh, yeah yeah it's yeah. good it's good yeah i had a good time it's cool
0: yeah well excellent well obviously for me to have a good time i like to record podcasts i'm absolutely delighted to have you on Um, Obviously, we've really enjoyed what we've heard from Hell's Ditch thus far, Um, and obviously we bring on guests on this podcast that were featured over on our Discover New Music playlist on Spotify. Um, So before we talk about the song, or in this case, the songs, plural, of Hell's Ditch that were featured over on that playlist, uh, we always start off with the same feature. Uh, It's called the Origin Story. So being the Discover New Music podcast, hopefully there'll be a few people discovering the band. Um, for those people not familiar with Hell's Ditch, um, how did Hell's Ditch get together? Uh,
1: so, um, so myself and Chris, the bass player in Hell's Ditch, met many years ago. Um, Chris was in a band called Bad Ideas. I was in a band called River Jumpers, and we did a couple of tours together and got on really, really well. Uh, and then Chris was also running like a, a, a PR, is free, a freelance PR, PR person um, and he sort of offered to like help manage some of the day-to-day things with River Jumpers, um, which was really cool. Um, and you know, he did a really cool job and we got on really well. And then so when River Jumpers kind of folded, um, he was talking about putting together a band uh, and asked if I'd be interested in kind of writing some songs for it, um, and you know, heading up to where they are based around Lincoln and just just trying some things out. Um and then yeah, and then it kind of just just took on from there really. And I just as we launched the band was the exact sort of same fortnight that COVID like started to exist in the world. So we kind of started the band um on an up, you know, going uphill straight away, basically. Um but yeah, that was kind of that was kind of where it all began. And I think some of those challenges that COVID brought just kind of spurred the band on to grow and be ready to to take on a sort of new and evolving um music scene, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah yeah it's definitely it, it's interesting obviously i you know i started the podcast um sort of mid pandemic as well and being discover new music a, a lot of the bands i've spoken to since of course formed um either you know just as covid was hitting or you know in the aftermath mm-hmm. of covid and i always like where we can to shine um some positive you know, light on on that time, obviously, because it was such a dark time. There wasn't really much yeah, positive. Yeah. But, you know, for a lot of bands that they've, they've told me um that, you know, that gave them unexpected time, you know, that they didn't think they were gonna have. Um, you know, is that something perhaps you felt that maybe benefited the band or was it the opposite to that and actually, you know, it, it kind of hindered that initial sort of uh start from the band?
1: Well, I think we because we 'cause we'd had our first load of shows sort of confirmed and ready to go um it was kind of that that just we just had to call those off um and that was just like a bit of a a, a real shame um so it did it didn't hinder the start of the band as being a productive kind of project slash entity or whatever but it did definitely obviously slow us down in terms of being able to even physically meet up let alone think about even how and when to navigate doing gigs safely again and things like that um but I mean, in terms of time, I guess yeah. I mean, I I did a bit of like some of the writing during the the, the sort of COVID thing. But I'm, I'm a teacher as well, so I was kind of I was in school a little bit, and um, you know, life still went on in a way. Um, but yeah, I mean, it did sort of afford a bit more time. Um, I think what one thing that it did do um, suddenly having the the rug taken from underneath us, so to speak, was kind of actually bring us a bit closer as a group of friends. Um, ready kind of thing to, to be a band, if you, if that makes sense. Definitely. Because I guess, you know, we'd all been in projects and done music together and and sorry, we'd all done music with other stuff before. And I think suddenly having all that stuff like completely taken away and the future of it all absolutely uncertain just kind of made us all really um appreciate even more so how lucky we'd already been. And I think that also helps to to drive some of our future planning. So we were thinking, you know, when this is all blown over. This is what we're gonna do and it's gonna be amazing, you know. Um, so I think it probably it probably helped in some ways um and hindered us in others. But in terms of this the spirit and the kind of, you know, let's get this 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 party going, um, I think it probably probably just helps us to to dig our heels in and, and get get cracking with that, uh, perhaps with a bit more conviction than than we might have done otherwise, if that makes sense. But yeah. but that was that was sort of something that we hadn't thought would happen, but it but it did, which is kind of nice. And yeah, like it did sort of give us a bit of a positive uh focus, I guess. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. It's uh always interesting to to discuss that. Now we're kind of out of that obviously horrible time. Yeah. Um and yeah, obviously interesting, you, know, uh, you mentioned as well um that you're a teacher. Uh so I was just mm. gonna give you uh props for obviously doing a, a you know, vital job and just say obviously solidarity with with all teachers at the moment in relation to absolutely. the ongoing uh, issues in, in getting you fair and uh pay. Um mm-hmm. so yeah, no, uh absolutely fantastic. And obviously coming out of all of that with uh the party, as you say, has definitely started because there's been some fantastic music coming out from Hell's Ditch. Um Thank really, you. really just you know catchy songs, ones that you know, we I I obviously curate the the playlist and, and, and put songs on there that I yeah, have enjoyed when I've listened to them uh, I have to say the Hell's Ditch songs I've put on there are ones one of the some of the few ones that I've found myself craving going back to again because they've been that catchy um, oh, lovely. yeah. Lovely. And, and picking them out so interested obviously to chat to you about a couple of them so first up is Ghosts which is the most recent song we've put on there um, so what can you tell us about Ghosts what's this a, what is the song about and yeah and how did it come together for the band?
1: Um so ghost is like that funny enough, following on from your previous question, that's kind of an idea that I I had. So so in terms of writing songs, obviously someone has to bring an idea to the group, which is you know, nine nine and a half times out of ten, me. But then it gets developed. We develop it together and then and the song grows and parts grow. So so it's not like written, they're not written by me, but 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 they're they're sort of begun. I begin. Mm. If that makes sense, I start them. Um and that was something that was just in in sort of the vault and I'd recorded it. Um and then as we we got to get into some songs together for the CP, I was thinking, you know, we've got kind of quite a lot of ideas I I'd developed during that that early lockdown period in different pockets of time. And that was just one of them. And I just remember listening to it, I think I was in the car, just thinking, like, I think this could be um could be a goer, could be a grower. Um just just the way it swung and stuff like that. And um, and yeah, so we decided to sort of go with that. And in terms of I guess lyrics, um, it's hard it's hard to it's hard to say because I guess for me writing the lyrics to that song, for example, was about um, generally trying to trying to reconnect with um, with feelings, trying to reconnect with emotion, reconnect with um, with with things that that I hadn't maybe dealt with from the past and then I try and sort of bring a lot of my own personal experience and, and personality into the songs but you know with this kind of underlying commentary if you like or mirror on how it is to live and navigate in like the UK right now or in, in where we live right now and the situations that we find ourselves in Um and I just try and tie all those things together because I've always been very kind of uh very kind of politically minded and very kind of conscious of like using music as a bit of a vehicle to, for positive change and for, to spread positivity and spread important messages. Um, and I guess I've just been trying to marry a couple of sort of personal things with that and just see how we, how I how we can get that out. And I think that's that's probably as much as I'll be able to tell you about a ghost. And I think, you know, in terms of how people might um, kind of decipher it or or recode what it means, it could mean different things to different people, you know? So, um, yeah, it's kind of, it's not mysterious but it's just it's a bit of me and a bit of the world and a bit of us as a band I guess in, yeah. in one as you so kindly said thank you so much one, one, one catchy banger hopefully <laughs> so that's yeah. kind of my that's kind of my little aim every time but yeah
0: yeah no definitely um both the tracks we're going to talk about are certainly catchy bangers uh as, as you say and uh yeah I, I think the uh um obviously the lyrical kind of undertones uh, are something that certainly I could resonate with and I'm guessing listeners will, would be able to too given obviously um, yeah, the situation as you put it in, in, in our country at the minute um, I think it touches really uh, concisely on that um, and yeah obviously the other song Take the Night Off um, so again really really catchy uh, banger <laughs> as I think which is a great great way of describing them um, so similar sort of question around that song um you know in in a sense of you know what are the themes behind that song, and obviously you know how did that one um come about for you?
1: I think that that was a bit more like um a kind of a message of of sort of you know when you feel at a point where you may be at a bit of a loss or when things are overwhelming or when you are and you know we've all been there. I've certainly been there definitely why why and when I was writing that song is when lots of things start to go wrong um and sometimes this can be reflected on things that going on around you in terms of like i don't know social or economic or or political landscapes or whatever and it was just about my hope my hopeful and overall intention for that song was to just write a song that people could could sort of dance to and kind of not absolutely park and forget any of those um any of those worries or any of those uh bits of, of of baggage here and bits of baggage there but just to, like, a bit of a release, kind of an energy release. And I always, I've always thought that, like, dancing, even though I am probably the world's t- most worst dancer, um, it's just such a lovely way of, like, expression and release. And I just thought it would be really nice to have that in a song um, about sort of, yeah, just, just you know, gonna just we're going to just have it, we're going to go for it, this is us. And the idea was I kind of always write these things thinking, more, we'll, you know, if I'm in the audience, what's that going to say to me, and how's it going to make me feel, and can we all be empowered to just have have a have a great time and really release some positive energy? Um, I mean, I don't think about and like mind map all these things like right, positive energy, and you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But it's still sort of wrapped up in what what I want from music and what I want from seeing a band and being with a group of people or friends or strangers or whatever, you know just and then that's just me projecting and hoping that it that it catches fire and people people enjoy it you know um and it's really lovely thank you so much it's really nice when people say that they do um because it's it's an odd thing to be a musician and you just sort of release these things and once they're out they're just they're just out there they're not yours yeah. anymore. and and i've always thought that, that the music is then it belongs to whoever wants it however they want to use it you know um or interpret it and i just think that's that's Hopefully that song sort of just embodies that kind of empowerment and and that kind of energy. Um and it's just got that savage backbeat, hasn't it? And it's just a yeah. cool, it's just a really in your face tune. And um, I think when, when we first heard the, heard the recording, we were really lucky enough to work with a guy called Sam, who used to sing in the Bambado days actually. And he's kind of our our engineer slash producer. Um and when we'd heard it post-mastering, we get it mastered by um by Sonic Iguana, a guy called Mass. It just sounded massive, and it was just exactly how I wanted it to be, that kind of dancey, boppy energy with with just some driving feel. And, yeah, I was pleased with it, and I, I'd like to think that if I was in the audience, I'd be really enjoying having a little release of energy to that, you know what I mean? Oh, definitely. That's one of my favourite ones to play live at the moment as well, I really like guess me gets, me, gets me going. Yeah,
0: yeah. I was going to say, certainly it's mission achieved from what I can hear on it in the sense of, you know, wanting to get people to dance. And, you know, sadly I've not had a chance to catch Hell's Ditch live yet, but I certainly plan on putting that right uh, in, in the near future. And that song in particular, when you listen to it, is one that, you know, for me, I sit and listen to and go, call this a be good live. Um, so yeah, it's good yeah, to hear yeah. that you obviously think it's working well live.
1: Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I, I used to go and watch bands, I, you know, when I was young, and sort of 17, 18, just I'd have songs in mind where but like, when they play that, it's going off, you know what I mean? And I just feel like that could be one of those kind of tracks, you know. And um, yeah, it's exciting, it's an exciting track, I like it a lot. Um that's kind of how that, how that came about, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'm glad you're enjoying it. That's awesome. Oh,
0: definitely. And something else I've enjoyed in relation to that song as well is, is something which is kind of a lost art these days, and that's just the, the video for the song um so not many people watch music videos anymore um you know back in my teenage years you had kerrang tv and scars and mtv and obviously you'd sit and watch all these videos Mm. um these days yeah you've got youtube um but i think it is a bit of a lost art but I, i really enjoyed the the video so how did the video come about for the songs
1: uh well just on that note, I actually remember spending hours and hours and hours um of my youth just watching P Rock over and over again and then just flicking between Scars, Corona, P Rock, MTV2 sometimes, maybe even VH1, who knows? Yeah. But um, <laughs> but yeah, so, so we've got a guy, uh, a friend of ours called Stephen Haddock, and he, he does uh, a lot of sort of um press photography for us. Um and and he's done a few really cool videos, um bands like Boston Manor, um and, and he he's just like he's a really um creative visionary lead if you like and so we really wanted to do a video we wanted to it to accompany the, the track and it to have all this kind of energy um, and so we found this this space above where Lee the guitarist works he works at a venue called the drill in Lincoln um, and in the video you can see it's got that sort of cool old window and stuff like that. Um, and we didn't really give Steve that much of a brief and he just kind of directed us around a bit and 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 he sort of sorted out bits of the narrative and got somebody to act that part who was just like another friend of ours uh and you know when when, when it sort of came back it was just so on point and on brand and you know to the point where I just thought god we look we look really cool and, and like the the, the the it just matches the video so much and the energy and um there's just one little thing that I remember um, at the time. I was thinking, oh, that's strange. And he got me to to get a mic stand with a solid bass. And he was like, right, what we need to do is when the song comes in, we need to lift it up and then smash it on the ground like you mean business. And we did that t- that that scene probably like 15 or 20 times because the bass kept falling off or the mic kept flying off or I kept dropping it or I'd just laugh. Um, but it just worked so well. And, he, you know, it's just little nuances like that. Um, and he, I think he was just trying to capture the energy of the song in the video. And I, you know, I, I just thought, think he did that really well. He's great. Yeah. And then we're so lucky to have such such cool, creative friends. Um. And that that was kind of the idea for that really. And I think, like you say, you know, I don't sit and watch a great deal of music videos, sort of perhaps on TV anymore. But if I'm sort of looking up a band on Google and there's a video or something, you know, I'll I'll, I'll watch it. And it's nice to see how the music translates into a video with or about narrative and even just to see what i don't know what these people look like and yeah. things like that and i think we just wanted to sort of yeah put put a bit more of, of uh that face uh, face faces to names i guess yeah. you know what I mean? and just say right here we are and this is this song in video form boom boom pow yeah <laughs> definitely yeah
0: yeah, and it works really well. So Steve's done a, a fantastic job of that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah. listeners uh, obviously should definitely go and check that out and they'll be able to click through um, the links in the bio uh, to get there, I'm sure, uh, for the podcast. Um, and actually, yeah, you, Nick, you're you talking about the channels you're flicking through. I mean, yeah. kids these days probably wouldn't understand the struggle because of course you used to get adverts so you'd be watching you know kerrang and then obviously it'd be hit the adverts you think oh, i'll change the channel to um you know the mtv2 or whatever it was yeah. and then you know trying to dodge the adverts and then like yeah. if you like get catch the end of a song that you really like we're like ah oh, i missed that you know just yeah obviously with youtube you just pick what you want to watch and you watch it don't you so. that's
1: exactly it isn't it yeah it's kind of on demand i think people are a bit spoiled you know they'll never know the uh the pain of having to sit through an entire Mortis video to get to the Slipknot video, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, all too <laughs> well. All too well. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: fantastic. Yeah. Um, so, both of the chats we talked about obviously you, uh, come from your uh, debut EP that's just come out, uh, Take Cover. Um, yeah. So, obviously, for listeners that um, obviously haven't heard that whole EP yet, um, can, <coughs> can, they obviously expect more of the same um, from them two tracks.
1: Yeah, I mean, so so uh, so. First of all, we released EP with with a label, Silent Call, and the reason why we we got onto these guys is because uh, Chris sent me. It was just during lockdown. Chris sent me a podcast that that Steph had done from Silent Call, and it was so inspiring listening to them talk about how they wanted to support artists and 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 just what they would do in terms of of keeping. Um, keeping the artist afloat and keeping it sort of central on the artist. I don't know something wrong with us. And, and so Chris reached out to to Steph, um, and uh, and yeah, they were they were just they were just up for it. And it was really, you know they, I think they were like humbled that we'd sort of heard it and then reached out on that basis. And we've got some friends in a band called Miss Vincent and they released some stuff on them. Um, so we're really lucky there. But yeah, so this EP is our first first full. Uh, well, first substantial body of work that's been released into the world via Silent Court, and and I suppose what it is 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 it's it's a couple of tracks that we've already released and uh, uh, three, well, two unreleased tracks now because Ghost is out. Um, and I guess someone asked me this, I guess I guess it's kind of it's a snapshot of where we where we are, but also sort of where we're we're on our way to, if that makes sense musically. Yeah. And we aren't like, you know, ringing each other up, being like, right, next week we're going to be a you know, a, a pop band and then a week after we're going to be a, a hyper funk band or whatever. Um, but we are just trying to kind of push ourselves a little bit further on from from things that we've done before, uh, but also just, just trying to sort of strike a bit of a bit of balance between, you know, having energy and just trying to have some songs that we think that people will really, really want to listen to and get involved with and be on board with. And I, th- I think we've all sort of agreed that the only way that that can be is if we're in that boat as well. And, you know, it's something that we would enjoy. So that's kind of where we're at and, and with that it's just bought some different influences and different ways of, of trying things out and you know we've got stuff like there's there's some there's some keyboard tracks that we've recorded and bits of glockenspiel and, and stuff like that um and so i think people you know people who 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 like the Hellsditch sound or like what we released previously will be pleasantly surprised um, and i think in terms of honing our our craft if you want to call it that i think we you know we're getting better mm as being a a not being a band but being a a kind of group of musicians as well as friends and i think it's you know you can hear it in in the tracks and it felt like that during the recording process and it's felt like that doing the writing and stuff you know so it's all been very exciting and and we we've, we've been really really looking forward to getting it out there and just sort of releasing it and i think you know it's kind of spurred us on we're thinking about the next release already and thinking about how we can follow it up and what we do with in terms of would it be another ep and then would we go for an album or whatever so it's kind of yeah it's um it's 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 a it's a it's a very productive time very productive camp at the moment and it feels feels really exciting and, and it's just so so enjoyable and so much fun and i just hope that yeah that all comes across in in, in the ep
0: yeah, I mean it certainly does, and that's always going to be the main thing as well, isn't it? Um, obviously, you want your your, your art to be successful, but having fun and enjoying it is definitely the most important thing. Uh, always has been mm. for me. Um, and and I love the shout out as well for uh, Miss Vincent who we actually had on the podcast about a, about a year ago. Another yeah, um, awesome. great band. Um, so um, not to make a sound really really old again. <laughs> um because we've obviously talked about the uh you know music videos. Um but yeah, you touched on earlier, obviously once you release a song it's out there. Um of course these days uh, social media kind of dominates the world. Back in the olden days, as it were, not that we're that old. Um, obviously, you have to wait for a magazine to come out, either weekly or monthly, to read reviews or obviously talk to people after shows. Um, these days, you get reactions straight away on social media. So how have you found the reaction to, to Hell's Ditch thus far?
1: Well, I found the reaction quite positive, yeah. I mean, we you know, we, we've been shared a bit and people have sort of, our followers have gone up, listeners have gone up you know the, the numbers are looking like people are enjoying it and that's really cool um, and you know we did a tour a few, well, a few weeks ago now uh, and that was we were like not not that we didn't think anyone would come but we were pleasantly surprised about the amount of engagement and, and things you know midweek kind of thing people turning up and, and being really into it and then really enjoying the band and that was just re- it was really nice i mean it's funny because i don't know how we really measure success mm. um, like we, we don't sit there and look at the stats and think right that's successful that's not successful I think for us it's it's just measuring successes about, like you say, um, different types of engagement now. You know, sometimes it's social media, but sometimes it's just yeah. someone coming up at the end of a gig and saying that was really good, really enjoyed it. And you know, that's that's it's just feels so good when people do that because it's like, you know, these are all just ideas that we've come up with and then we've, you know, sort of poured our own, you know, hearts, souls and money into doing it and then popped ourselves out there. And for someone to actually appreciate that and enjoy it as as a as a work of art. And you know, want to want to maybe even buy it or spend some more money on it or time with it. It's just so humbling, and like you know, that'll never ever get old. Whether it's a play on Radio One, or whether it's a play on a, on a on an online radio station, or, or whether it's just someone giving you a quick mention, you know, all those things are really nice. So I guess it's, I guess that's kind of how we measure the success of the band. Um, but we definitely put a, a large weighting on on kind of. Um, know how much fun we're having and how much we enjoy it as well so and, and at the moment that's like that's that's reaching it's reaching maximum which is great so but yeah, yeah. It's, been, it's been positive we think it's been we think it feels like it's good it feels like things are catching on and and people really like it and that's that's kind of what, hopefully what we intended we think so yeah no, yeah been good it is a funny landscape to navigate and i can't pretend yeah to be that guy in the band that knows all that, about <laughs> all that stuff and luckily we've got some very very skilled very very skilled um and maybe slightly younger than me um people in the band that know, know all about that business
0: <laughs> we're really not that old but <laughs> no of it's course,
1: really um, never yeah. ever of course
0: it's, yeah. it's really refreshing though to, to hear you say obviously for me that the key metric always is going to be am i enjoying myself do i want fantastic. to be doing this so no absolutely fantastic and obviously you mentioned the um headline tour as well which brings me on uh to the live side of the the conversation um so obviously yeah that was your first uh proper headline tour i think uh, a yeah. month back uh getting out there um you know how how did the songs uh translate across to the uh, the audience
1: I, people were dancing people looked like they had a good time there's lots of sort of smiles and things and um yeah, I felt like the reaction was good. There was lots of people at the gigs and that, that felt really nice. We were lucky enough to to have some really cool support bands and, and meet some really new, uh, some new friends and make some new. Um, I almost said meet some new friends and make some new enemies. We haven't made any. <laughs> we just <laughs> made new friends everywhere. That's kind of about me out, but but yeah, no, it was. It seemed really positive and uh, you know a lot, wide demographic as well. Some very young people, some old, uh, older people, whatever, um, and just just everyone seemed to kind of enjoy it, which is good. And it you know it's still nice. And you're on your first run and you're hundreds of miles away from anywhere and and people have taken the time because they want to come and see you they've sort of planned it into their candor like we're gonna go and see Hell's ditch i mean that still blows my mind yeah so and that was just really nice and um so i yeah it, it felt like it felt like it translated well we think we've sort of dialed our set in and our live sound pretty well at the moment um you know we've been working on that and working on, on how we can translate some of the record and some of the recordings live in a way that's exciting and, and, and still has sort of maximum energy and i think i think we're doing that at the moment um and we're looking forward i guess when this goes out we'll have done it but we're looking forward to next week to do mag punk fest which will be one of the bigger gigs that we've done for a while and it'd just be nice to sort of unleash the newer songs on that crowd i think and just yeah. you know, see how that how that goes down but yeah touch wood it's been it's been Congrats. great actually and I'm, I'm like i said it blows my mind i'm so humbled and thankful and it's nice that, that people dig it and you know i dig
0: people digging it it's awesome yeah no absolutely fantastic glad that you've been having a, a good time obviously with that tour and with you know, more shows coming up and I-, I noted, obviously you've got right to Rome in uh, bolton coming up as well um yeah you know, what sort of uh, opportunities will there be uh for fans to catch you coming up it's normally the case that you've got stuff in the background that you can't actually announce yet but I- i'll take yeah, it there will working. be more opportunities
1: yeah, we're working on a few things. Definitely working on a couple more tours. We're working on getting over to the 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 EU mainland as well um, mm. for a few dates. But yeah, so, so there is there is going to be some opportunities coming up um, in the sort of immediate stuff that we've got announced. Yeah, there's there's uh, Mount Punk first right to Rome. Um, I think we've got another couple of couple of odds and sods. Um, but yeah, there's definitely going to be some opportunity. I think you know the idea is that we are we're going to organize and and um, sorry we're going to announce a few bits. As the months progress as we sort of head towards the, you know the sort of the summer and then into the end part of this year um and yeah we have we've got you know big plans and bigger oh, ideas yes. um, and hopefully that's 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 what we're going to do is just try and get out play a bit more um and just try and try and get ourselves out there really and just give people the opportunity to, to come and hang and have have fun so definitely
0: yeah. definitely and i'd obviously encourage listeners to, to pop along to a show if they can uh, and you've set it up really well because obviously you say there's more to announce so i always like to give out the social handles because we've touched on social media it's obviously awesome. where everyone goes uh you've made my life really easy actually because you've got the same handle across all the main platforms so uh hell's cool. ditch music is where you've got to go listeners uh obviously we'll have the links in the bio of this episode as well you can click through from there um but if you're old school like me you can type it in hell's ditch music um and yeah uh kudos for uh obviously getting the same handle on all of them <laughs> is yeah honest? we did
1: well there didn't we yeah, yeah. yeah i'd say as well sign up to the mailing list because we uh yeah we send stuff out to that a little bit before it goes on social and stuff so you know if you want the inside scoop get on that
0: definitely definitely and i'm sure we can get the link to that in the bio as well for listeners to to click on um it's obviously um great to talk about the live side of things and it always brings us on to the last segment we have for the podcast which is called Set list Science. Um mm-hmm. and um, I'm a bit of a setlist geek basically um so I always like to pay attention to to what bands are playing and obviously what order they're playing them in and the structures. um so the question is you know how much um attention do you pay um to the structure of your set lists have, and have you got any rules that you tend to follow? <laughs> um
1: because i because i'm quite I'm, I'm, I, as I'm, as I'm quite musically minded, I'm always conscious of things that right. if we end this song and we're in this key what we're going straight into, you know what I mean? Um, and then we kind of been discussing recently about energy levels in the set to the point where I've actually, we've been in the practice room and like, you know, a couple of us have been at the front on the whiteboard like, hmm, energy <laughs> up, oh, but then down, but then it's up again, you know, and trying to sort of work out what that journey is. Um, and I think when we started looking at it as a bit of a journey for the listener, um, it's kind of, it's made, it's written itself almost. And we've sort of, I guess we've got to the point where we've optimised it and we're thinking that's the best it's going to be you know what i mean <laughs> we don't tend to tinkle around with it unless we're introducing new tracks um and case in point i went to see um death cab for cutie earlier this week yeah and it was just you know it's the perfect i was i always think about this as well it's funny that you should mention it the set order you know start with a couple of new ones that people don't really know whack an absolute classic in there da 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 you know end on the acoustic track go off come back on play three bangers go home <laughs> and i just think like you know yeah you got to think about these things. So I would say, as as a band, we do we do think about these things. We think about the order of songs, and we think about and we discuss um, and and moot different ideas. And sometimes they're so out there, you you just got to you know we have to have a vote. But uh, but yeah, we are we are a bit a bit sort of sciency with it, I guess. Um, just because I feel our live shows one of my favorite things, and it's just yeah. a, it can be so different than a recording, and it's just you know you just want to I guess you just want to you want to give a good a good show don't you, you want to give the, the listener and the audience something to go home and think ah really that's really exciting you know what I mean I really got me going or whatever um and also you want to end on a high don't you so yeah l- l- long 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 story short we do, <laughs> do yeah no okay. <laughs> and, and and it's you know it's one of the it's one of the more exciting things especially when when we're just about to do a gig or do a tour or do a big gig or whatever it's nice to think oh yeah let's get ready for that kind of thing but yeah so we yeah. do put some thought into it yeah
0: excellent excellent well no definitely i can see you do which is fantastic because as a, a regular gig goer, i always think that yeah, you know, i can tell the bands that have put some effort into it and those that are almost just phoning it in as it were um so <laughs> yeah. yeah no excellent um it's been fantastic chatting with you nick obviously we've really enjoyed everything we've heard from hell's ditch so far i'm oh, really excited so to, to hear what's, what's going to be coming down uh, the pipeline so obviously um again listeners make sure you're following the band on social media sign up to that mailing list pop along to a show if you can um, and uh, i always like to throw it over to the guests to finish us off and, and just say you know what would be your last message for the listeners today
1: um we really look forward to meeting you yeah come down check it out and um say hi we really like saying hi and meeting new friends and and yeah just thank you for all your support and and thanks to to to, to you for having me on on your show um and yeah, just just anyone who's checked out Hell's Ditch so far, thank you so much. Tell your friends, get them to tell their friends and and you know, let's um let's get the party going. That's well cheesy. Yeah. You can cut that out if you want or you can leave it. No, in.
0: that's staying in. I love a cheesy ending.
1: Just, it came out, you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um yeah, just just a big thank you and, and yeah, just see you all soon.
0: Excellent. Yeah, thank you so much, Nick. Well, thank you everyone for listening. I really do hope you enjoyed that chat there with Hell's Ditch. Make sure you check out their single, Ghosts, over on our Discover New Music playlist on Spotify. And of course, follow the band on social media to keep up to date with everything coming from them. You can also follow Full Pelt on social media. We are on Facebook at Full Pelt and on Twitter and Instagram at Full Pelt Music. And finally, if you would, please do hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, wherever you're watching or listening, because we'll be back very soon with another episode of the Discover New Music podcast.